welcome back to another episode um, on the Valor and Virtue podcast. I hope you had a good week. It's back to Tuesday. The kids are back on their normal schedule, which is wonderful. Um, Super lucky, super blessed to have parents here to be able to watch our kids for me. Um, So I'm grateful for it. Today, we are going to be talking about giving your power away to other people. And this is something that happened, um, of course, through conversation um, with somebody. I feel like a lot of what I decided to talk about is because I get into these really in-depth conversations with people um, and I get so fired up and so passionate about, you know, these things, these topics, these subjects, because I see people, I work with people every day that are trying so desperately to change their life for the better. They're trying so hard to change and to grow and be better. And they get stuck in these things. They, they, you know, we talked about believing lies you tell yourself or, you know, this week we're going to talk about giving your power away to other people. And it's all things that I've struggled with, things I still struggle with to this day. Nobody's perfect. Um, but man, I got into this one particular conversation with this person this last week And it just, it got me so fired up because I was like, you can do it. Like you can change your life. You're giving your power away to other people by choice and they're stealing your success in essence, you know, whatever that success looks like. Maybe it's losing 20 pounds. Maybe it's running a business. Maybe it's, you know, homeschooling your kids, whatever that looks like. I don't want you guys to give your power away other people it's it's not necessary um and so I kind of want to talk about what that looks like and and how I see it is is giving your power away to other people and we talk about this a lot we talked about a lot about taking ownership for things and you know being responsible and owning up to everything you do in your life um but something that I've noticed time and time again especially working with people to try and change your life for the better and I specifically work in the fitness realm Um, but if you know anything, if you've ever worked in the fitness realm, it definitely falls into, you know, self-development, changing yourself as a person. You know, I personally believe fitness is not just how you look and how you feel. It's who you are as a person, because those disciplines tend to follow you outside of the gym and outside of that fitness routine, right? It, It changes who you are as a person. And a lot of people get to the negative places in their fitness life from emotional things that have happened to them, emotional scars, emotional pasts things that they've held on, held on to, um, things that have happened to them. And it's changed and shaped who they are. And the problem is, is the reason that's happened is because exactly this, they've given their power away to other people. And now they've given other people power in their lives to control who they are and what they do. And it doesn't have to work that way. It doesn't have to be that way. And so I'll give you some examples of conversations that I've had with people that I've worked with over the years is a lot of times it comes down to, you know, I'm talking to people and they say, well, you know, I was always a little bit bigger growing up. And so, you know, people just made fun of me. They told me that I was fat or they made jokes to me as a fat kid or, you know, I was really in shape until I got pregnant and then I had kids and, you know, I struggled and it was a whole new life for me and I didn't have any support. And now I have to deal with my family asking me, are you going to lose weight? Or, wow, you look really big. Um, and and it's hurtful. It's harmful. It 
it hurts my feelings when, you know, my parents ask me about my weight. It hurts my feelings, um, you know, that people made fun of me as a kid and that changed who I was. And so I just gave into it. I started eating all the time and saying, well, maybe I am fat, right? And basically what it comes down to for all the people that I've worked with is that someone at some point in time spoke something over them about who they are as a person, about how they look, about their fitness, their health, something like that. Someone spoke it over them. They spoke it to them. They said it to them. They said, you are fat or are you going to lose weight? Or, you know, I don't think this business is going to work. I don't think you're a very good parent. You know, you're not being a very good husband. You know, whatever that person spoke over you is now what these people are living their lives out as. And I'll give a I'll give a perfect example. So some of you know this, some of you don't. Um, if you watched and if you're watching this, if you watch any of the YouTube videos previously, but I was previously married before my husband now. Uh, I got married at 19 years old and I got divorced at 21 years old. And it was a very abusive uh, relationship on all fronts. And Something that was spoken to me a lot by my ex-husband is that he would constantly tell me I was crazy. Um, It didn't matter what the situation was. It didn't matter whether I was doing something or he was doing something, whether it was his fault or my fault. I was constantly being told that I was crazy. Constantly. You're so crazy. No, no, no. Like I go into details, but the details don't really matter. Um, but I was constantly being told that I was crazy. And so I remember, uh, you know, I got divorced two years after I got married and I remember like thinking to myself, I would constantly wonder if I was crazy. Like, was I crazy? Was I crazy because of the way that I thought was that it was more like, not like I was actually like crazy, crazy, like need to be hospitalized. But it was like the way that I thought, the way that I acted, the way that I behaved, he would say that I was crazy. And so I really started to begin to believe that something was genuinely wrong with me. And obviously there were things I needed to change. Obviously things I needed to work on. It takes two. Um, I'm not hundred percent blaming him for everything. I had plenty of equal party in that, um, relationship of things that I did wrong. Um, but as far as what I'm talking about, as far as having something spoken over you, after I got divorced, I, I believed for a really long time that I was crazy and that the way I behaved, the way I thought, you know, my thinking about like morals um, and, and standards of living, I began to believe they were crazy. The reality is that wasn't true. They weren't crazy. It's not, you know, it's not crazy to, <laughs> to you know, not cheat on your wife. It's not crazy to go to church on Sundays. It's not crazy to pray before you go to bed. Those things aren't crazy. Um, but for a long time, I kind of began to believe that they were. And that I was crazy for believing those things, that it was wrong. And it's how I began to live on my life. And I think for so many of us, if we really think about it, that's happened to us or is happening to us now where there's someone in our life that said something to us or is currently saying something to us and we're believing it. We're holding on to it. 
We're believing it is truth and we're letting it determine who we are as a person and how we live out our life. And, and it's just not, first and foremost, it's just not true. Or maybe it is, I don't know, maybe it is true, right? There's, I'm not saying to just disregard everything somebody says, but if somebody were to look at you and say constantly, like, you're fat, you're overweight, you're not good looking, those things, they might be true. If we're just being honest with ourselves, they might be true. But what happens is, when you fully sink into what that person says is you begin to give them your power because now you begin to do something where you internally dislike yourself. You get down on yourself. You are now depressed. You are in a state of depression over the things that this person said. This, this is the problem. Okay. The problem might not be what they said. The problem is how you perceive it and what it does to your life and what you do with it. Okay, so sorry, I know I got a little bit off track there. That's, that's a lot of thinking in my brain at once. Um, the thing is, so I'll kind of back up to this original conversation I had with this person, is they were telling me that they were just so sick of who they were as a person. They were so sick of being overweight. They were so sick of how they looked. They were so tired of it. And they kept telling me that they hated themselves because of what someone else said. Because their family always asked them about their weight. Their family always said they needed to lose weight. And it was hurtful. And it was so harmful. And because of all these things, these people said they now hated themselves and they couldn't better themselves. Just in too much of a state of depression. Just couldn't do it. Too hurtful. Hurts too much. What they said. I now hate myself, etc. And this is where it immediately struck to me. And I was like, you're giving your power away. In this specific case, it was this person's parents to, to your parents. That's what I said to this person. So you're giving your power away to your parents. And you're like, what? What does that mean? I don't understand. Here's what I mean by this. Whether someone speaks truth over you and it makes you feel negative or whether they speak something completely negative over you and it's false, regardless, if something is spoken over you and you let it affect you in a negative way, you have now given them your power. They said it and they moved on with their life. They're going on, they're having a great day. But if somebody told you you were fat and now you're like, well, now I hate myself and now you don't go on a walk, now you don't eat well, Now you don't get out of bed until 11 o'clock every single day. Now you don't brush your hair. You don't brush your teeth. You don't do these things. They've literally, you've given them your power of who you are as a person. Your power to be the best version of yourself. You said, here, you have it. You have it. I'm miserable because of you. You take all my power. You have all control over my life because of what you said over me. That's what you're doing. And that's not reality. I wrote a couple things down because I was thinking about it. And this is something I wrote. And this is something I think is very important. It's easier said than done, but it's truth. I wrote down, nobody can make you hate yourself. You either choose to accept what someone is telling you or not. You choose what friends you have in your life 
and you choose the words of your family that you listen to. And I think this is so important because the reality is, and this goes back to taking ownership and responsibility of everything, no one can make you hate yourself. There might be people that say things that can maybe tip the scale in one direction or do things to tip the scale in another direction. But your family, your friends, and your loved ones don't determine who you are. And and you're going to be like, whoa, 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 that's completely false. Back up. That's not true. You know, they say you are who you hang out with. Your family develops who you are from as from a little person, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, they have massive factors in your life as to who you are. But ultimately, they don't determine who you are as a person. You do. And I'm going to give you a prime example of this. When I was going through uh, my advanced EMT course, we had an instructor come in, and he was a paramedic, and he was pretty successful in that space. And he was teaching a lesson, and he was talking about how when growing up, how he didn't have a father, how he was pretty much homeless with his mother, and that his mother, um, I believe it was heroin, was a heroin addict or crack. They're very different drugs, and one is much easier to get off than the other, so I don't want to misquote here, but it was either heroin or cocaine. I don't remember which one. I think it was heroin, because I remember this blew my mind. Um, his mother was a drug addict, and he said when he was little, um, she would have what she called parties, and um, he would have to go in his room um, during these parties, and he wasn't allowed to come out until they were over. And he said sometimes it would last for days. He'd just be in his room, and he wouldn't have any food or anything like that. And he said one day when he was 13 years old, um, his mom said she was going to have a party, and he had said, like, okay, and was going to his room. And she was like, actually, you know what? Why don't you join us? Why don't you join us in this party? And at 13 years old, his mother gave him this drug. I don't remember if it was heroin or cocaine. I don't remember. But either way, at 13 years old, he was given this drug. That was completely out of his control. That was completely out of his hands. That's something for most of us that's just unimaginable. As a parent, it's unimaginable. But I can't imagine being 13 years old and the only person in your life that you love and is your family is saying, hey, come over here and do this with me. And you, you have no idea. Like you kind of, I'm sure he he said he knew like it was bad and there weren't good side effects and obviously like drugs, but it was also the norm. And because mom was saying do it and it's okay. He felt included instead of just shutting his room for a day or two. And at 13 years old, she got him addicted to this drug. And he said, he went on in his life to just be failure after failure. And he was a drug addict and he said, maybe it was cocaine. Um, Like he would kind of get off of it for a little while and then he would get back on it and he lost every job he ever had. And, and he said one day it just struck him that it wasn't who he wanted to be. That, because he said for so long, he had just been like, well, this was what, this was the hand that was given to me. This is the hand that I was dealt. My mom gave this to me at 13 years old. This is this is what I was given. And 
now this is the life I'm going to live because it's not my fault. And he said one day it was, I think he had overdosed. It was, it was like he had been overdosing so many times and almost died and ended up in the hospital over and over again and then in and out of rehab and just that typical cycle um, that we can typically see with drug addicts. And he said one day it just hit him. Like he said, he said, this is not who I want to be and this is not who I have to be. And he said from that day forward, he said it wasn't easy and it wasn't perfect, but he completely changed his life around. He, when he taught the class, and I mean, I took this class like six years ago, um, or course. Um, but at that point, he had been sober, I think it was for 10 years um, from any kind of drug. He was a wildly successful paramedic. And I believe he was in a program to become a nurse paramedic and was just really advancing his career. And I just remembered sitting there thinking, my goodness, of all the people on earth that probably have a reason to stay in their drug addiction, to say poor me, for people to feel bad for them, he chose not to. He said, nope, I am not, my family, the people around me don't determine who I am, I do. And in that moment, he immediately took his power back and took it life as his own. He took it in control. He took control of his own life. He took his power back from everything that had been put over him and placed over him and happened to him. And I'm sure the things people said, they'd probably never amount to anything or never be anything, etc. And he was like, no, no, you know what? That's enough. I'm taking my power back. You don't get it anymore. And I'm taking control of my life. And he broke a drug addiction. He broke a line of unemployment. He's changing his family's lineage, essentially, because of the decision that he made. And that's what I'm talking about when I say it's time to stop giving your power away and take it back. And that's I know that's an extreme case. That's that's like the extreme of extremes. But you guys, we live in a culture when it comes to health where obesity is praised. It's normal. I'm not saying people need to hate their bodies. I'm not saying that skinny people and super fit people are healthy. Okay, healthy to me is defined as healthy biomarkers, not necessarily obesity based on a body mass index. Okay, it's where you can function and do things in life and in a healthy capacity and have good healthy biomarkers. But in general, we live in a society where being obese is praised and it's celebrated and the idea of hard work and discipline and ownership is out the window. That doesn't exist anymore. Everybody's entitled to everything. Everybody has a right to everything. Everybody deserves what everybody else deserves. And, you know, hard work doesn't matter. That's not reality, unfortunately. And I see time and time again, specifically when it comes to health and fitness, is that people who have something told to them by somebody else, and they say, well, because they said that, I hate myself. Or because they said that, I don't like myself. And because I hate myself or I don't like myself or I view myself in this negative spectrum, I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm not. I'm going to basically prove them right. That's what you're doing. By not changing your life, by not taking care of yourself, getting the exercise, getting the proper nutrition, doing things to better yourself as a human, you know, getting outside, reading 
books to better self-development yourself, journaling, spending time with actual people and community. You're saying, no, no, I'm not going to do any of that. You're right. I hate myself because of what you said. And therefore, you're proving them right. So you have given all of your power away to these people in your life. And for some of you, maybe that person is yourself. Maybe there's a side of you that's so negative on yourself all the time that you're giving your power away to this person that's not really you. And that needs to stop. You have full control over your life. You have full control over who you are, what you do, and how you do it. Period. You have the power. You just have to choose to take the power into your own hands and stop giving it away to everybody else and their opinions and their feelings. And that's the reality of it. And obviously, I'm talking about negative circumstances. It's really important to have good mentors that you do listen to. It's really important to have people in your life that can help you keep things in checks and balances and, you know, live in the realm of reality. Um, but in the specific instance, I'm talking about when you take a negative comment, true or false, and you let it change who you are as a person for the negative, that's giving your power away. I'm trying to remember the word that I said. I don't know if I can look it up. Let's see. I think I can. Hopefully this is not messing up um, the podcast because I said something and I I forgot to write it down, Um, but it kills me. What was it? I'm going to find, I'm so sorry. I just, I can't think of the word that I said in my head. Okay. Okay. This is what I was talking about. Okay. Um, So what I had essentially said to this person, and I hear this all the time as well, is they were like, I'm just so upset. I hate the struggle. It upsets me. I'm so upset. It all just upsets me. This person was just talking about how upset they were about all of it. And something that struck me in the moment is I realized there are two types of upset. There's productive upset and there's unproductive upset, period. And obviously from the sound of it, only one kind of upset is good and it's the productive kind. And I wrote this down, I had it in my notes, had it in a different spot, sorry. So I'm gonna read it from here, but I said, if being upset pushes you to healthy action of change, then be upset. But if you're upset and don't do anything about it, if it affects your mood, how you treat your family, how you treat your friends, those around you that you love, it's unproductive and unnecessary. Period. I have no problem whatsoever with people being upset. I don't. Sometimes it's necessary to be upset because here's the reality. Unless you get to a point of upset where change happens, change isn't going to happen. You have to get to that breaking point. Change doesn't happen because you're like, oh, I'm so happy. Everything is great. I need to change my life. This is wonderful. No, change happens because you hit a wall and you hit a breaking point where the upset is past your limit. You're like, I'm, d- I'm done. 
but is that upset productive or unproductive? Because if it's unproductive, it's doing nothing for your life. It's literally taking your power away, which is what we're talking about. It is taking away the power for you to do anything good for yourself. When you're unproductively upset, it hurts you. It hurts those around you that you love. You end up rambling and just being mad and fuming. And now you're mad at your kids. You're not really mad at them, but you're mad at the situation. So now you take it out on your kids. You take it out on your spouse. You take it out on your coworkers. And it doesn't do anyone any good. But if you have upset where it's productive and you get to the point of being upset and you're like, you know what? This is it. I'm so fed up. I'm so upset. This is the end of the line. And then you sit down and you say, this is how I'm going to change it. And you put that into action. That's productive upset and it's good. And we need it. We need it for change. But it has to be productive. So I said all of those stories and I said all of those things just to remind you that you don't have to give your power away. And it's okay to be upset, but it has to be productive. And I'm just as guilty in all of these things. You can ask my husband. Oh, when I used to own the gym, I used to reel with unproductive upsetness. That's not even a word. But I would be upset all the time, and I wouldn't do anything about it. I'd be so upset about the way the gym was going or maybe something an employee said to me. Um, or how a situation was being handled, and I would just rant and rage and just be so upset, but nothing would come of it. And it affected our marriage, obviously negatively. And looking back, if I could have learned to take my power back and be upset, but do something productive with it, or take the things that people said and be like, okay, I heard you, and that hurt, but I'm not, I'm not going to give you the power to determine how I behave. I'm either going to take what you said and be like, all right, I need to change this and move forward productively and just let it be something that was said and not, you know, hold a, a grudge, if you will, and be unforgiving because biblically for me, I'm, I'm supposed to forgive over and over and over again. Right? So I used to take things that people told me and let it change my life for the negative, which was giving them my power. And then I would, I burned relationships that way. And to be honest, most of it wasn't even false. But I just gave them my power by blaming them for the negative in my life. Even though what they were telling me was negative, it was true. So if I could have looked back and been like, okay, I'm gonna keep my power and I'm going to take what you said, and I'm going to do something productive with it. And maybe that something productive is being like letting it go out of your mind. Maybe it is something false, and you just need to let it go. Or if it's something true, being like, all right, what they said was true. It was hurtful, but I need to change. I need to do something about it because it was said out of truth. And that's where having good mentors and a good spouse or Whoever is in your life that you can talk to about these things, having a filter um, is super important. But we have to stop giving our power away to people. We have to stop. You're not going to change your life if you keep doing it. And they're going to keep living their normal lives just fine and happy and dandy. 
they're not any worse for the wear because they called you fat or because they said your business is failing or because they said something along the lines that upset you. They're going about having a good day while you're wallowing and you're upset and you're changing who you are for the worse because of something someone has said. True or untrue. So my challenge for you guys this week, hopefully this helped. Um, or hopefully it's something to think about, if nonetheless, whether you agree or disagree, it, maybe at least it can bring some productive thought to your mind. Um, but my challenge for you this week is to think about how you react to things people either said in your life in the past that you're still holding on to, or maybe something someone's kind of currently saying to you. And see, am I giving them my power as to who I am as a person? And is my upset productive or unproductive? So thank you guys. I know this one was a little bit longer. I just, I was so fired up about this one. I had so much to say. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm super grateful for every single one of you guys that watches and or listens. It means the world to me. Um, if you guys ever need anything, I'm here. You can find me on Instagram at um, Aaron underscore 9110. You can always send me a message and like that. You can leave a comment if you're watching here on YouTube. Um, but I hope you guys have a good day, a good week, night, evening, morning, whenever you're watching this or listening to this. And I will catch you guys next week. <laughs>